0: What's up, buddy?
1: Hey, what's going on?
0: Oh, nothing, man. It's uh, 50 degrees today in Virginia. Yeah. Hey, you know, I, I haven't talked to you since the uh, the great Texas whiteout, dude. Like, you guys, <laughs> do you guys get along all right?
1: Dude, that was so crazy. I It was like, they were saying the temperatures here were like colder than Alaska. And that's what I was saying. I was like, it feels like I'm in the freaking North Pole, man. When I would go out, it was just crazy cold. And the snow, and nobody knew how to drive on it. They don't really do anything to the
0: roads.
1: (laughs) It was just like straight up ice everywhere you went. It was just wild. Yeah, it was crazy. We we were lucky because we didn't have any pipes bursting. We didn't have any power outages or water outages where a lot of the places all around us were doing like rolling water shut off, rolling electrical outage. So... Yeah, it's, wow. it's,
0: it's funny because, you know, I've got a lot of, I mean, our headquarters is down in, in Plano, and then we've got offices in San Antonio, office in Houston, so a lot of my guys live down there, and they're sending me pictures of, like, busted pipes, like, ice on fans, like, crazy shit, but, yeah. but uh, you know, my wife and I are watching uh, Vikings, right, so, and it's an awesome show, like, if the world operated like those guys did, dude, There'd be no hurt feelings No nothing They were just They just did shit Like I love it Dude it was Have you seen the show?
1: No Dude you gotta
0: You gotta watch it I'm telling you Like It's it's the ethos That we should all live by It's basically Like Imagine if you and I Are brothers And I'm like Hey today We're boys We gotta kill these guys We gotta protect our village But just know that I will never forget what you did to me last summer. I will kill you before my life is done. I'm fated to do that. And you're like, okay, man, that's cool. And like the next 10 years, we're fighting together, fighting together, and then sure as shit, I kill you 10 years later. I said, I told you this day would (laughs) come. And you you just look, you're like, all right, hey, as long as I'm going to Valhalla. Okay, this is perfect. Like, (laughs) but it's just, it's, it's funny though, man
1: become hits in our societies because everybody's so soft that it's so it's so crazy to think about that but it's actually like attractive to people
0: dude it's 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 it's, there's so many things that like so i started reading a book that i picked up right it's 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 about marcus aurelius right you know the roman emperor and it's it's actually so it's meditations it's his basically his journal his diary Right? Wow. And it was from, let's see, what, 175. So the year 175. Right? Wow. And it starts off by saying that from his grandfather, he learned good morals and the government of his temper. So basically, have some morals, right? Have some ethics about you, and be able to control your damn temper. Right, brilliant. Brilliant. Think about it. That's the first. That's the first sentence of the thing. And then he says, "From the reputation and rem- remembrance of his father, modesty and a manly character." So hey, don't be an asshole. Be modest. And oh, by the way, all you soy boys walking around now, act like a damn man. <laughs> like yeah, mind blowing. Two thousand years ago. Two thousand years ago. Don't walk around like you're better than anybody else and act like a man. Done. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's simple. But but, simple. but it's crazy,
0: right? It's like, and, and again, I know there's a lot of people out there that, you know, if you if you read the Bible, it all says the same stuff. But for all those non-believers, all those people that quote, oh, the Bible, that's uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Okay, this is not the Bible. This is a a true person. That historians, science, they all know that he existed. He said the same damn thing. So you tell me. And it's around the same time, right? I mean, 100 years after the Bible. So let's let's think about this. The same thing has been said, right? Little breadcrumbs have been dropped out there for over 2,000 years at least. And I'm sure all this shit was around before then. For 2,000 years, we have been shown, hey, do this. This is the right thing. Hey, this is the right thing. This is the right thing. But all of a sudden... In the last 18 months, we're going to say, no, no, this is actually the right thing. Did you see the news today about Mr. Potato Head? Poor fucking Mr. Potato Head will be no more. They are just, are you- they're renaming him as Potato Head.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Gender neutral potatoes. It's a fucking potato, man. It's a potato.
1: Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. So have you heard about the, um, I... I- hadn't really seen anything, but my wife and daughters were telling me about The Bachelor.
0: Nah.
1: situation. So there's a, a black bachelor. Half His mom was white. His dad was black. So I guess like Barack Obama. And he's on the show. And of course, there's different races of girls, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, like all of them. I guess the word on the street is he's going to choose a white girl at the end. So, but now there's all this outrage because this girl had... Like three years ago in Georgia gone to some party that they do where you dress up like the old plantations like the really extravagant dresses and you walk around. Nothing racist about it unless like you want to believe that there is. Word got out that she was at one of these like celebrations and so now she's being labeled a racist and why would this guy have chosen her and he needs to end the relationship and it's like what are you even talking about? And so the head of the, the show, this Chris Harrison, is basically saying, like, like, all you woke people, like, just because three years ago she did that, that was not a thing. Nobody thought that attending these parties meant I'm a racist. So, how can you go back and then try to rewrite history? And it's just a joke, man. Everybody wants, everybody's so focused on making sure everyone else, like, virtue signaling that I know these things, so you must be a racist. It's like, just like the girl, she seems like a nice person. Well, Just give so,
0: so she gets raked over the coals, but you got guys like Governor Northam that, you know, he he he's one of the people in the picture, right? He didn't admit that he was blackface or the Klansman, but either way, I'm going to say two wrongs don't make a right. I, I don't know. Like, either way, you did something stupid, man, and it was like, right, that's cool. Don't don't worry about it. It's all good, you know? Yeah. Right, but oh, if, yeah. if he had a if he had an R next to his name, and he was a Republican. God, get him out of there. He's got to be out of here immediately. So I'm going to guess. I don't know anything about this girl or the Bachelor, quite frankly. I'm going to guess that she's probably a Republican, and that's probably you know, what it is. Like, that
1: actually is the word on the street. that Maybe yeah. her parents are Republicans.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I mean, 100. Man, I think it's
1: politics. Since politics is everything, since we know that that literally is everything in our society, she must be a racist. Maybe even a Trump supporter. Mm. imagine if this girl was a Trump... If, oh. if a black bachelor chose a Trump supporter... She's done. She's get engaged?
0: She's, she's if, done. It's
1: you so know ridiculous. What? But this guy seems like a, a good... I mean, a nice guy. And yeah. I don't think he's going to get pressured by the woke police. But we'll see.
0: Dude. Well, I don't know. He better be careful, man. He might get labeled a racist, too. If he falls through with picking this girl. You know? I mean... You never yeah. know, man. But it's, it's it's funny, too, because I do, despite all the craziness and all the, the crazy people that have all these freaking mental disorders in the world, um, I do have faith in humanity. Like, I do believe that most people are good, right? And I do think that we're going to start seeing a trend of things circling back to reality, right? So, yeah. think, think back to, I was talking to somebody the other day about this. Think back to, like... Eddie Murphy, have you ever seen any of Eddie Murphy's old stand-up, like like Eddie Murphy Raw or Delirious? Uh, <laughs> dude, I,
1: I I think so. I can only imagine it was completely non-politically correct, right? <laughs> there
0: there was no group, no group that ever walked this earth that was safe, right? I mean, dude, like amazing, and his his best impersonations were of like Italian dudes, right? Like, cause he does one skit where. He talks about, you know, why is it that white dudes go in to watch Rocky and all of a sudden they come out like, oh, man, I'm Rocky Balboa, I'll kill anybody, I can beat anybody up. Like, right, but it's yeah. like that kind of humor, or like Richard Pryor, or even Dave Chappelle, think of like, think of the Chappelle show, right, season one and season two. Mm-hmm. Genius. There is not a single human on this earth that could watch any of those episodes and not laugh their ass off. Black, white, purple, male, female. I don't care what the hell you are. You you would laugh your ass off. But he had to shut the show down because he was so stressed out over it. Because there was so much uproar and this and that. Could you imagine that going on today? Like, hell no. Uh,
1: Even like The Office. You remember the Michael Scott character always was saying off the wall stuff. But that's what made him funny because everybody knew he totally didn't get it, right? But nowadays you couldn't even say the stuff that was said.
0: But that's the thing is I think it's I think what's happening is I I see you know you, a lot of people call it woke okay I think that these people that are calling all this wokeness it's gonna blow up in their face because eventually we're gonna get to a point where people are like, are you kidding me like so basically you spend your whole entire life trying to find something to be offended by that that's what all these people do. It's like it's like they you know, like like for me, like I write down what I want to do the next day at night. But they write down their list of, all right, I'm going to keep an eye on this and this. And I want to see if someone can offend me with this and this and this. Right? Yep. But I think that that enough people are starting to kind of wake up and be like, hold on. Like, are, are, are you serious right now? Like, are you really, are you truly offended Did I truly trigger you by what I just said there? Because if I did, deal with it. Right, deal with it. I mean, I don't. Know. I, I don't know if I've ever, you know, talked to you about like. Um, I see it in work. I see it in you know neighbors, like where, just say what you feel. Yeah. Right. If something's pissing you off, say it, because, you're probably not gonna take the time to every day. Hey Nate, or, did, did I offend you yesterday? You're like, no, everything's good, and then tomorrow I go, hey. Did, did, I, did I offend you yesterday? And if I ask you that enough times, eventually you're gonna be like, yeah, you know what? You got me thinking. You really are very offensive, and every day you offend me. And this like, <laughs> you you you. It's like that old saying of um, you know those who think they can and those who think they can't are both right. If you keep throwing that shit out there, eventually people are like, yeah, dude, you are highly offensive. Like, holy yeah. cow! But then you become a mockery of yourself. Yeah, and it's like, shut up nobody cares
1: Yeah, the thing that people need to always remember is people that are being offended it's it's not really about the person that is quote unquote doing the offending it always goes back to a self esteem thing with people that are being offended because people that have high self confidence and high self esteem typically aren't offended by much if anything it's the same thing with people who are always hurling insults it's not about the person they're insulting it's about them and the way they feel about themselves because people that are confident and happy and have like joy in life, they're not, there's no interest in insulting other people. So it's like, there's that aspect. And then you also got to think, well, if they're that offended, do I then need to like pile on them? Because what are they going through? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like all a balance of like showing grace to those people, even though you may want to strike back.
0: So let me ask this. Okay. Who, because I'm, I'm thinking. I, don't think I've ever told anybody in my life that, that I'm offended. I like I don't think I've ever said it, right? But I'm thinking of, and I know the profile that I see when I think of like the classic person that's gonna be like, I'm offended. That that is offensive. Okay, they're all white females. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, I've never, I've never seen or heard. A black male be like, hey, man, I'm, that, that's offensive. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. it's almost like it's a created thing. Like, it's like, it, are people really offended or is this just something that like a memo went out? They're are like, all right, guys, this month we're going to say we're offended about this or we're offended about that. Because it just sounds kind of silly, right? Like, I'm offended. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. It sounds
0: like someone needs no. to get punched. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, there's something there. Huh. I, I think there's there's different uh, you know there's different parts to every race and culture that probably get offended, but there's definitely something to to that. I don't know what it is. Now, what is that stereotype too?
0: Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I again, you know, is it is it is it single white females? Is it is it overweight yeah. white females? Is it middle aged white? I I don't know. I don't know what the uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do a study. I'm gonna conduct a study. Every time I hear someone say, I'm a fan of it, excuse me, what what race do you identify as? <laughs> <laughs> Caucasian, okay. And uh, male, female, non-binary? Okay, alright. That's one for the white women. One for the <laughs> white women. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, what were you that's born? Funny. Were you born a white woman or did you become a white woman? Oh, shit, that's half half credit. All right, half a point, right? Um, it's, it's funny. So so just along those, you know, the Vikings and, and Marcus Aurelius, have you ever thought of scenarios where, you know, I know we talk about just, just you know, speaking the truth and, like, you know, ground truth and, and saying what's on your mind and whatever, but have you ever thought of like say conflict resolution, right? Like there's a, there's a, whether it's a company, whether it's a family, whether it's friends, whatever it is, like what's the best way to solve, right? A problem or well, the, 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 the quote unquote elephant in the room. Well, well, well the 800 pound gorilla in the room, let's right. It's like, there's always this like, I don't know, roundabout yep. way that people go to solve those problems I guess typically they avoid them, but if they're going to solve it, it's like, well, I was kind of thinking, feeling, blah, like it's like this little, just pansy ass way of always dealing with confrontation. Why?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I, do think that the way the Vikings would have handled it, just being straight up, straight up front with someone, it's typically the best way, because I think there's just way too much drama that's created with anything outside of the, of the truth. You know, and it's like tearing off a bandaid. Once once you do it, it'll hurt for a little bit, but it'll get better soon. It's like saying the truth, <laughs> addressing yeah. the 800 pound gorilla, might hurt in the moment a little bit, but I think you're almost always better off just doing it.
0: And and let me let me just preface when we when we reference the 800 pound gorilla, we're not talking about the uh, thousand pound sisters from <laughs> uh, a couple of episodes ago. Uh, uh, yeah. But but no, I mean it's. It's it's funny because I, I sometimes have like fantasies of like uh, you know in a in a perfect world like you know imagine imagine this imagine you've got a group of five people eight people ten people who knows what it is and you've got this this building tension right it's you know I I don't really want to speak my mind entirely because I don't want to hurt your feelings and but I but I have to speak my mind because this guy's hurting your feelings and it's like. Blah, blah, blah. You think of all these stupid little mind games and you play it in your head. But yeah. what if you just said, all right, here's the deal. We're, we're meeting you know, tomorrow at noon and we're going to block three hours. Right? We got a lot of shit to go through, a lot of things. We get there. We put a couple uh, you know, bottles of whiskey on the table, whatever your, your drink is, whatever it is, coffee, whatever it is. Yeah. And we say, all right, we're locking this door. 3 hours. Rule number 1. You have to speak 100% the truth. If you feel it, say it. Say that. Yeah. get it out it, no matter what it is. Number 2. If we see any tears, get the hell out. Just just leave. <laughs> You're you will be excused from the meeting and any decisions that are made in your absence. Hey, too bad. You had your opportunity, right? You were offended? Too bad. Get get the fuck out of here. You're, nope. I don't care if you're offended. Right? And three, being that we only have three hours, whatever is decided in that three hours, that's the law. That's it. You you can't hold on to it anymore. So lock that shit in this room. If you gotta you wanna get in fist fights, you wanna you wanna punch me, I wanna punch you, we wanna blow, like whatever. You wanna do shut whatever you want to do, that's yeah. fine. It's all it's all good. And we're going to sign NDA saying that we won't bring it up again. It's all done, right? No more fights. No holding on to shit that we just hashed out a month later bringing it up again, right? Or five years yep. later bringing it up again. Do you think, well, first off, how much satisfaction would you get out of that? Like, it would just be like, dude, guys, I feel awesome. It's like being a kid again, right? What did you yep. do as a kid, right? As a, as a boy, right, in this country, which you're not allowed to do anymore. But as a boy in this country, your best buddy pisses you off. You punch him. He punches you back. You fight. You're both bloody, you know, bloody noses. I hate you. You son of a bitch. I'll never talk to you again. I hate you. Your mom's fat. She's ugly. Blah blah. blah. You leave. The next day, you're like, hey man, uh, you wanna you wanna hang out after school? Yeah, dude, cool. All right. Hey, are we cool? Yeah, dude, yeah. we're cool. Right? Like, <laughs> w- why can't grown men do that?
1: I don't know, man. Just another. Just another uh, societal thing. All right, just yeah. I don't know, man. We'll, it would be amazing.
0: But why can't why can't we like so so? Let's just say, and I know maybe maybe work wise it'd be a little hard, but you'd have to like sign like all right. Do you agree this? You know, do you agree that? Okay, like it's like you can go to, <clears throat> you go to like those um, escape rooms, or you go to like a haunted house. And you got to sign a waiver saying that you know you could, you could get hurt. You could have a heart attack. You, yeah. you know people will touch you like, but you got to sign this. You don't hold us liable. Can we do that in companies? Hey uh, Nate, you, you might get punched in the face today. I, I just can you sign here and just just so that we're all on the same boat? Like Dude,
1: you're on the big here, I think. Right. <laughs> yeah. I
0: hey, just want you to know you're joining Vikings Inc. So. If you're going to be a Viking, you got to act like a Viking, right? You, no yeah. paper dolls, no sensitivity, none of that crap. It's say what you yeah. want. Like, say what you mean, get it out there, and then get over it.
1: Yeah. We need to talk about this offline because there's a lot of money to be made with this idea.
0: I mean, dude, like... It's... And it also falls into that, like, I, I'm sure you have... Actually I know you have because I have. <clears throat> there's there's people in in your life that you've met. Or maybe you haven't met. Maybe you've just seen them, you know, on TV. But there's those people that you just wanna you just wanna punch them in the fucking face. <laughs> like like and, and, and not to hurt them, but just to like like almost like walk up and just punch them in the face. Pick them up and be like, dude, you, what happened? Are you all right? Like, because they have no no remembrance of it. Like, it, it just it happened and it's it's good. You got it out of your system. It's like hitting a punching bag, right? You hit a punching bag, you you get all that aggression out, and mm-hmm. you don't ever have to hurt somebody again. You just you know that you did it, and they have no idea that you did it. You're like, dude, how, you you okay? You just I don't know what happened. You just yeah. fell out of nowhere, dude. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny you mentioned this because I had a situation just within this last week of I, I said something to somebody who took it wrong or thought I wasn't saying it in a nice enough way, who then got offended, who then went above me and told that person they were offended by me. That person then told me and so I said, oh, okay, I had no idea. I'll just reach out to that person and we'll, you know, I'll apologize even though I didn't feel like I'd done anything wrong. And then the person that told me said, oh, no, 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 don't reach out. Like, what are you talking about? First of all, he's not going to say it to my face. And then you're telling me not to reach out. That's how that's the, that's the problem, man.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's that's funny. That's funny. I,
1: I emailed and just said, hey, just just so there's no misunderstanding. And then I just apologize in email because it's one of those ego things, you know, like maybe 10 years ago, I would have thought I don't need to send that email. But now I just do it because I don't really care. Like apologizing doesn't matter to me. So I sent something, and of course, no response.
0: No, of course not.
1: But, but whatever, whatever.
0: But yeah. I, I'm, I'm more, more, more importantly, I'm really concerned that the non-white female just got a check mark. So damn it, <laughs> damn <Yeah>. it. <laughs> no, but it, but but I get I get what you're saying, man. It's it's a, um, you know, it's it's you're you're feeling something like it's okay to feel things, right? Like, let's let's put our therapist hat on. Yeah. It's okay to feel things. It's okay to say things, right? I'm not saying you got to go kick the shit out of somebody. But, like, dude, if I piss you off, like, I want you to tell me. Right? Like, yeah. I want you to. And I think it's, it's almost like that's got to be the screening process when you hire people into companies. Or when you, like, you, know, you marry people or whatever it is. Like, hey, we're going to be friends, but here's the deal, dude. I need you to know that If you piss me off, I'm going to tell you, and if I piss you off, you better fucking tell me, because if you don't, then you're a bitch, like, right, but it's, it's, it's these, these norms, like, um, Russia, okay, we can all say what we want about Russia, right, but I, I, I do believe that the Russian people, I think that there is a, there's a lot of us, or what we used to be, in the Russian culture. Right, not the country. Do the country's fucking corrupt? They're fucking communists. No question. Right, but that's the government. Yeah. That's that's what we want in this country. Right, controlling the masses. That's that's what our goal is, but not mine and yours. But a lot of people. Yeah. But yeah. but but in Russia, you know, if you go there or you meet a Russian, your first impression is probably going to be like that guy's an asshole. Yeah. Like that guy was such an asshole because they speak the truth. They don't uh-huh. lie, right? They're not going to sit there like if, you know, it's Vladimir, do I look fat in this dress? Duh, <laughs> right? Da. <Duh. laughs> yes. Yeah. Right? Like, and, and the wife doesn't say, you're so mean. Like, oh, okay. Well, wh- why would I want to wear the dress that makes me look fat if my husband's telling me I look fat in it, right? Like, it's, and vice versa. Yeah. Husband asks the wife something, she says something. But I think we, for whatever reason, and I don't know when it changed or when it happened, for some reason in our country, if you say the truth, if you tell anybody anything, again, you go into that like, oh, oh you're offensive. Oh, it's so mean. It's the truth. Like like when you say, hey, Nate, uh, why were you late to the meeting for the third day in a row? <laughs> well, it's not my fault. Why does the meeting <laughs> start so early? It's like, uh, okay. right? And you, you can't even like... You can't even dig into that too much because, oh my God, what if he goes to HR? What if he tells HR? And I get in trouble because I'm asking him, hey, why aren't you on the fucking meeting that we're all on, that we've been waiting for 15 minutes for you to get on? Three days in a row.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Like it's, yeah. we, we always play to this.
1: The, 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 yeah. You're always playing to the person. Yeah. The person who's trying to get to the truth is frowned upon.
0: Exactly. But, but, but as a kid, what do you, what are you told as a kid? Don't you lie. Tell the truth. You always tell the truth.
1: Yeah. It's almost like we don't want to find the truth. or Like we don't want a reconciliation because then there's less drama. Like one of my go-to moves now in the Zoom um, culture is that if I'm in a Zoom meeting, let's say with five people, and the discussion is, well, so-and-so did this and they don't get it and uh, what what's the deal with that person? What I'll do if, if they're in my company, I'll say – I don't know, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add, I'm going to invite him to this Zoom right there on the spot. Why, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you just invite that person into the Zoom? And typically the response is, oh, no, 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 uh, no. Let's let's hold off on that. But sometimes I'll be like, I'll invite him anyway. And I'll just open it up. It's, I mean, people get super awkward about it, but I'll just say like, hey, so-and-so, we had a question about this. Can, you know, Can we talk about it? And he'll be like, oh, yeah, this is why I do that. And you typically come to a resolution, but if you don't, if you just want to talk about somebody and not bring them in and just talk behind their backs, like that's that's like the almost the correct answer these days.
0: Yeah, but 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 what 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 drives that, right? I mean, what what what's the rationale behind that? I mean, if you're trying to help people, then you tell them the truth, right? Like like there's times where I'll put stuff out, you know, on on LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever, and it'll be like stuff like I don't know, stop stop spending so much damn time pointing fingers, you know, point the finger at yourself, like something like that. And I'll have, like, guys that that work, you know, with me or for me, and they're like, hey, dude, I hope you're not talking about me. Like, and I hope that you would come to me and tell me if I am that person. I'm like, you damn right I will. Right? But yeah. it's, it's for all the people that aren't like you. It's for all the people that refuse to hold themselves accountable. And I think it's I, – I think, and I, I don't know for a fact, but I think most people – in those scenarios that you mentioned, they they are trying to elevate themselves, right? Exactly. to make themselves look better in this group. Let's say you're on a call with 10 people, whatever it is. If I throw Johnny under the bus because of his inefficiencies, oh, everybody's going to think, that. oh, hey, Mike, thank you for bringing that. Yeah, good man. That's a really observant. Well, let's write that down. We got to give this guy a promotion. Right when the, yeah. the the truth is, if I was really trying to make the team better and help the guy, I I'd, I'd write that down and be like, I would call him afterwards, and be like, Hey Johnny, hey dude, we just had a meeting, and one of the things I was just thinking about is, you know, you did ABC, like, yeah, I didn't want to bring it up on the call, you know, throwing it to the boss, but just just so you know. Now if Johnny still doesn't address it or it becomes a recurring thing and it's impacting me, you, whatever it is, then it's like, all right, dude come on, you you pull your shit together. Like, you know what I mean? But it's, but again, it's always, I think most people have that, that thought process of, man, if I do this, I'm going to look so good. Like, and I'm going to, I may step on five other people's throats, but so what?
1: You know what that comes back to? I think in business is caring about like, are you focused on us or are you focused about on your clients? Because if you're truly focused on your clients, then you want to fix any issue internally on your team, so that you can deliver the best you can deliver to your clients. But if you're focused on you and where you're trying to get to in the company, and if it's about you, then obviously you want to you want to <laughs> do yeah. like what I described.
0: No, but it's but no. it, it, you see it everywhere though. Like, I mean, you, you do like you see you see it in every company. You see it in you see it in relationships. You see it in parenting. Right, where, like, dude, how many times do you see, and I know you see it because all your kids play sports, how many times have you seen, like, a dad, like, try to, like, up, up show or upstage his, his own kid, right? It's like, what yeah. the fuck, what are you doing, man? Like, like you think yeah. you're, you're more of a man because at 42 years old, you can, you know, hit a ball further than your seven-year-old? Yeah. Like to a tool.
1: I've I've, I've kind of seen that in coaching as well, where you can almost tell that the coach on the sidelines is trying to get the attention over the kids on the court. Yep. Like making it almost like playing to the parents. Like, hey, look at me over here coaching your kids. I'm I'm whatever, just trying to get attention. It's like, what on earth? It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I, I see that. I see that in a lot of the uh, <clears throat> the sports leagues out there too. Right where it's like you have like the board the board I'm vice president I'm president And it's like come on dude like like what are you in real life like what do you you, what's your real life like like what's your family life (laughs) what's your job like
1: yeah you eat Cheetos and play on your Xbox all day and then come you're the president of this board like really (laughs) oh man
0: yeah it's it's funny stuff man hey
1: what one thing I want to touch on, I know we don't have too much time, but uh, the passing of Rush Limbaugh.
0: Yeah what,
1: yeah. what were your thoughts when you heard about that?
0: I mean, it's it's crazy because with with Rush, what I always think about is when I was in college, you know, in, in Boca, right, Raton, Florida, um, I ran a valet car parking company. <clears throat> and we worked, you know, I worked the lunch shift every day because that was like the money shift because everybody came in and but I yep. would say that 90%, no exaggeration, 90% of the cars that I parked during the lunchtime had the Rush Limbaugh show on in the radio.
1: Dude, that is awesome.
0: <laughs> right? And, and this is, I mean, you got to think, I mean, I was, what, a 20-year-old 20, 20 kid? I didn't know who the hell yep. Rush Limbaugh was. I didn't, I didn't give a shit about any of that stuff. But I learned yeah. who Rush Limbaugh was because every day, Monday through Friday, I would listen to a show in the car. I'm like, hey, think I like this think
1: guy. About, think about dominating a market. Like just that anecdote shows how incredible he was. Yep. And I, I think, I, I mean, my thoughts when I heard is he was just like one of a kind. Like there will never be another Rush Limbaugh. There will never be, I mean, the way he basically created an entire industry. Yep. And could just speak for three hours a day. He didn't even need to take callers if he didn't want to. Yep. Like that just—it's just crazy what he did and how like talented he was.
0: Well, and he also he also had to fight against. I mean, he was like a one man army against everyone.
1: Yeah. I mean, and he was so articulate and so smart that he was the number one target. Yep. More. I mean, I think he was the target over like Republican presidents. They wanted to silence him because. I mean, honestly, he was a better speaker than any president we've seen. Yep. He had t- – that were fresher than any of these political hacks. I mean, people would – I mean, I would go to his show just if something happened in the world because while every other conservative was saying the same thing, he was the guy who had a fresh take that mm-hmm. actually was like just three layers deeper than anyone else.
0: But but isn't that – I mean, that to me, that is the purpose of – you know, entertainment, right? Radio, talk, podcast, whatever it is. It's to it's to generate thought. It's to generate yeah. you know, just this, huh. Right? But but I think what happens is the majority of the time you have most, you know, news, casts, whatever it is, you watch it, you listen to it, and it's like it's like drinking coolie like, Oh yes, this is one hundred percent true. This is what it is. Right? I didn't agree with everything that Rush said. But yeah, most of it I did, right? Most of it I did. But there were things like he'd say things out there. I'm like, dude, I don't know about that. That's crazy. Like when 9/11 happened, I remember him talking about because he was, you know, he was based in Florida and I was in Florida. But I remember him talking yeah. about yeah. how a couple of the hijackers were staying at a motel, the Hansel and Gretel motel in Deerfield Beach, and I lived uh-huh. in Deerfield Beach. I lived on the beach. I lived a block and a half away from that motel, and I was like. No way! Like there's, there's no possible way. No way. Sure as shit, you know. Two weeks later, everybody else started reporting it, and and they stayed as they were in flight school. They stayed in that motel as we were living a block and a half away. Like yeah. that's that's like mind blowing to me, right? But but again, it's when you when you can say things and Trump Trump falls in that same bucket. When you can say things and you get such a rise out of people that going back to the truth. Right, you start speaking the truth, and the more people that are like shooting you down saying he's lying, don't don't, don't listen to him, don't pay attention to him, don't pay attention to him, he just grew in popularity because oh, yeah. most of the time he was speaking the truth.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Like and, and you can get as mad as you want. You can try to I mean, how many times did they try to shut his show down? How many times did they try to boycott him? How many like yes? Yeah, yeah, I sue mean, he get fired
1: from ESPN and like other things he tried to do where they tried to cancel him and
0: so yeah. many things, man. You know, but I think it says something too when you can say Rush. Everybody knows who you're talking about, right? It's either him or the yeah. band, right? But like, I mean, who else? Who else is at that echelon? I mean, Mark Levin's popular, but you still have to say Mark Levin. Sean Hannity, yeah. it's Sean Hannity.
1: One, there's no one at that level.
0: <clears throat> no, but they all try to mirror him. That's that's
1: even outside of political radio shows. Like, even Howard Stern wasn't, I don't think, a Rush Limbaugh. No. So,
0: yeah, crazy man, crazy yeah, I, crazy I, times.
1: Did you ever try to call into a show? No, I, I tried to dial in. I went through a phase where I was listening pretty regular, and I tried to dial in. It was always busy, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, it was like a,
0: the, the only <laughs> radio show I was ever you know? able to get into. I was able to get into Mornings on the Mall like seven years ago, and I was able to get on Mark Levin. That's it, that, really, yeah, that's it, yeah. Um. Yeah. And that was probably yep. five Mark years live, ago. Mark
1: live in Leesburg? Yeah. I've heard people that'll say they see him every once in a while like at coffee shops around town. I,
0: I've seen him in Costco before. Um, really? You know who I see in Costco more than anyone else is Ollie North. I, I you know, swear to I, God, I've, I've, seen, I've him seen him there 15 times.
1: Yeah, I have seen. I saw him probably at least four or five times up in Percival. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, Chick-fil-A, the yeah. coffee shop there. Super like, nice guy. Park you know, Coffee, different places. Yeah. yeah you-
0: Super nice guy, man. Yeah, it's... uh, You know, Martin Lawrence used to live out here.
1: I think I did hear that. Yeah.
0: Not anymore, yeah. though. Not anymore. He moved.
1: Robert Duvall lived, like, south of there. Yeah, um, he no.
0: Has- um, Middleburg. Middleburg. So does the uh, CEO of Mars Candy really it was a middle bird, yeah. yeah so all right man i know you got to run um, yeah. oh hold on let me let me let me just say one thing about texas with the blizzard so now that i yeah. know you were okay the one thing that i did talk to a friend of mine down there And i said you know that whole blizzard thing it was crazy and that's where i got the viking talk cuz it it i saw a couple of pictures and it looked like a set from the vikings like i was like dude this is like ice age shit <laughs> but the, the funniest thing to me, and I don't mean to mock anybody that had problems or died or anything like that, but everything I've ever heard about Texas is, we're Texas. We're, we're bigger. We're badder. We're, we're
1: survivalists.
0: We live off the land. We're cowboys. Yeah. They look like a bunch of bitches. I mean, like, honestly, it was a little but ridiculous.
1: Here's the comeback. <laughs> here's the comeback. Because I also saw Sean Wayland's post. Did you see that?
0: Yeah, he's he's on my shit list right now. He
1: was kind of calling out Texans as like, not not super tough. So the response to that would be, those aren't Texans.
0: Mm.
1: Those are the tr- plants from New York and California.
0: That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Because that that's what I thought. <laughs> I'm like, man, what is? You guys are giving, giving yourselves a bad rap. <laughs> no, like
1: you can't you can't say that. But I mean, there's tough Texans. There's weak Texans, but. I'm going to I'm going to say it's the transplants from California and New York. Yeah. I mean, flooded today.
0: I mean, don't <laughs> don't get me wrong, it's you have that everywhere, but I think like for me, like I always look at Texas like, well, at least at least there's Texas. What well, least at least the, right like Virginia's gone to yeah. shit, right? I mean, Virginia, it's not even blue. It's like fucking like sky highlight blue. Like <laughs> it's so bad right now, right? Like
1: <laughs> Yeah. You know what you need to know about Texas too is that um because my wife and my dad were having this conversation texas isn't part of the national power grid did you know this no i think all the other states are connected to the national power grid and texas is on its own power grid so people were saying oh well texas they should have been part of the national power grid but right around the same time people were saying that guess what joe biden was doing signing away signing over (laughs) something about an executive order where trump had said we get need to get them out of our national power grid like any chinese influence he was getting rid of that to give china more control over our power grid so then it's like well thank god texas has its own power grid yeah no kidding man Controlling things at the end of the day
0: dude yeah well we didn't talk about biden (laughs) jesus let's we'll be done all right, man. I'm, gra- I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad things are good. It's, it's nice that it's uh, warmer down there than it is here again, because those first couple of days, and I'm like 36 here, zero there. I'm like, what the fuck? What's going it's on
1: ridiculous. here? Ridiculous. <laughs> you yeah. still need to come visit. Yeah, I
0: actually, um, so I got to get down there. I mean, the last time I was down there was I flew back the day we locked down. So it was March 13th last year when I flew back um we were supposed to go to cancun um in two weeks but that got canceled because of stupid covid so i'll get down there at some point yep Um, i'll wait till it warms up i'll wait till it's like 100 degrees and then i'll go down
1: yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah. all right (laughs) man. man good catching up bud later later man